0: Greetings, you are listening to the podcast of Ignitus Ministries, and this is Pastor Tom Fillinger speaking. Today the focus of our podcast is on effective decision making in the church. We offer a document that was created to provide a theologically sound process for decision making, and we will be Glad to send that to anyone that makes such a request. You can send me an email to iustransforms at gmail.com, or you may call me at 803-413-3509. When you call, you'll get my voicemail, but I will return that call and honor your request. The content of this podcast, I'm going to focus on uh, six errors or problems that often occur in attempting to make a decision. So, listen carefully and see if these apply in the ministry where you're serving. They're pretty much uh, ubiquitous. They are everywhere Particularly, they show their ugly head in the church. So here's the first uh, issue that makes decision-making difficult. That is not enough information. If you don't have enough information, you're making a decision without any sound basis. So take the time to gather the necessary data to inform your decision even if the time scale for doing that is uh, pressing. If necessary, prioritize your information gathering by identifying which information will be the most important to you. Second, the exact opposite, too much information. The opposite problem, but one that is seen surprisingly often, having so much conflicting information that it seems impossible to see the forest for the trees. So this is sometimes called, and properly so, the paralysis of analysis and is also used as a tactic by some to d- d- delay organizational decision-making with those involved demanding ever more information before they can decide on anything. The problem is often resolved by getting everyone together to decide beforehand what information is really important and why, and by establishing a clear timescale for decision-making, including and information-gathering, process. Third, too many people. Making decisions by committee is difficult. I often say if Moses had a committee, Israel would still be in Egypt. So everyone has their own perspective and their own values. And while it's important to know what these are and why and how they are important, it is also essential for One person, one person to take responsibility for making a decision. They must involve all the other leaders, but sometimes uh, any decision is better than none. And unless there's a clear process and one person that is responsible and a timetable for making that decision, you can have meetings ad infinitum and it will wear you out. Fourth, vested interest. Decision-making processes often flounder under the weight of vested interest. These vested interests are often not overtly expressed, but they are a crucible blockage to good decision-making. Because they're not overtly expressed, it's hard to identify them clearly and therefore address them, but it can sometimes be possible to do so by exploring them with someone outside the process, but in a similar position. And I would also say people have a history. If someone is always opposed, I had a uh, pastor that I served with He had what he called a leadership council, and one person, this happened to be a female, uh, she voted no on virtually everything, and they had this, what I consider a wrong process. They had to have unanimous vote on everything. Well, she virtually shut the church down, so don't permit people with vested interests to handicap or hold captive The decision making process. Number five, emotional attachments. People are often very attached to the status quo. Um, No matter what the issue is, man, the issue is always control. And emotional attachment will show itself as a control issue. Decisions tend to involve the prospect of change, which many people find very difficult. They find it virtually threatening. So they will express all kinds of pseudo-reasons why we should not make this decision because it will result in change. Number six, there's no emotional attachment. Um, John Cotter wrote a very excellent analysis. His expertise was why uh, change initiatives fail in organizations. And do you know what the number one reason was? Lack of urgency. When I have worked with churches, um, I have discovered that there is often a profound lack of urgency because people like status quo. It preserves their comfort zone and if they don't make any decisions that are going to change that comfort zone, they just perceive themselves as being quote-unquote, at ease in Zion. Don't let them do that. And churches are infamous. In fact, I'm dealing with several situations Right now, as I record this podcast, where churches need to make a decision, a good decision could be made in one to three weeks if they apply the principles that we have um, captured in this document that I mentioned on uh, decision-making model. But they will, rather than making a sound, theological, beneficial decision within one to three weeks, they may take one to three months or even longer to make a decision. And that is tragic because ministry is hindered and the gospel is not proclaimed. They are not making disciples. Uh, good decisions should be focused on bringing effectiveness to the uh, ministry of the local church, which means, are you or are you not making disciples? So don't succumb to these six errors in the decision-making process. Give me a call at 803-413-3509 and request this decision-making model that we put together and I will gladly send that to you. These are difficult times. Every pastor is virtually challenged every day with some new decision that they didn't face before because of the COVID-19 and the restrictions that that has produced in ministry. I want you to know that I pray for the pastors and churches that we serve on a daily basis, when I pillow my head at night, the last thing that I do before I fall asleep is to pray for all the pastors and churches that we are serving. So God bless you as you make decisions. May they be theologically sound, and when you stand before Jesus, which may happen, guys, sooner rather than later, given the events that are unfolding in our nation, uh, my prayer is that you will hear the words, well done, my good and faithful slave of Jesus Christ, and I pray this for each of you, in Jesus' name, thank you, I look forward to your contact. God bless, and bye-bye.